Hello um, and welcome to Search Party, the, uh, the podcast where two people who are acquaintances and a little bit more uh, explore each other's search histories for the week. Please uh, follow the podcast at Search Party Pod on Instagram. Any other means of communication, just DM Jess. Have you got any feedback? Why me? Why am I? Why am I the subject of the feedback? Do you think you're? Do you think you're perfect? Um, no, I just I just can't be asked to deal with it. So I'd well, rather. <laughs> that's, that's nice. I see you as more of the kind of back of house. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So you're you're the shiny, enticing prize, and I'm and I'm very happy to play this role. Coverly comms. You are Coverly Comms, yeah. Well, I mean, you are basically a director of comms at this point. What? Because I've answered, I've answered two DMs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant in your in your professional life. Do you want to you want to tell the podcast to see big news this week? No, oh, I, I got a promotion. Yeah, bish got promotion. Niz, biz, niz. <laughs> promo, baby. Um, yeah, what a clever girl. But I just want to make it abundantly clear: I'm not a director. <laughs> It's a little, little above my pay grade still, you know. Give it six months, that's all I've got to say. I say five. Okay, so let's have a look here. Um, Jess's search. Ooh, why were you looking up Prue-Leaf age? Do you know how old she is? Do you know how old that woman is? 72. She's 80. She's 80 years old. James has his hand over his mouth. He's that shocked. I couldn't believe it. She casually mentioned it in an episode of um, The Bake Off this week. I was shocked and I actually didn't believe her. And I thought she might be saying, she might have even been lying about it. So people, you know, so this exact thing happened, but actually she was younger. But she's 80 years old, but she's, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we don't like about Prue for sure. Yeah. Um, But... The, the the style, the trend setting, the colour. What style? What style? What does well, she wear? it's just a bit funky and out there, isn't it? What? Like what? I don't know why I'm so competitive today, but... Bright yeah. colours, chunky necklaces. She wears loads of different colour eyewear. I just think she looks great for an 80-year-old. Mm. But I just yeah, she does look good. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. Um, I think the the stylists on the Great British Bake Off have one hell of a time because um, it's varied, isn't it? You know, like last series, Sandy Toxvig could not be seen out of a floral satin bomber. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What I really like and find really sweet is that Matt Lucas is wearing more and more garish shirts the more time he spends with Noel, and I think that's it's just really nice. Oh, that's so sweet. That's why I started wearing trash bags after you and I lived together for oh. six months. I'm just trying to just meet you, meet you where you were. <laughs> Mimic my uh, my style, yeah. Trash bag no, realness. We played um, when when Jess and I um, for the podcast listeners. Obviously, obviously, I'm saying Jess and I, so I'm not talking to you because I would say you. Um, wow, that was a bit long winded. When Jess and I went on um, holiday, uh, we went camping a few months back. We played a game of what is that called Mr. and Mrs. where you sit back to back. Someone asks a question and the person that believes it's true of them puts their hand up. Yeah. And you have to, you have to have one person with the hand up, not both or not neither of you to get the point. Mm -hmm. And someone asked the question, who has better style? Jess's hand, apparently, obviously I've had my back to a shot up. (laughs) (laughs) Which is yours not? 
No, no, no. I, I, I thought that you would be... How do I phrase this delicately? <laughs> I thought that you would think that your style was better, so I left my hand out. Oh, that's... Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. So you're trying to twist it as you understanding my psyche so well that you allowed me, someone that dresses disgustingly, to, to deign to think that I dressed mm. better than you so we could win the point. I'll take it. Not only am I sartorially superior, I'm also... <laughs> Uh, psychologically more, you know, tuned in, shall I say. <laughs> you're, about, you're about as on the ball as a dead seal. <laughs> but I think it is it is a bit of a trend, as in Nigella looking cracking for a rage, and she's a big, big fan of, you know, all of the butter and the sugar, but also obviously cocaine. But um, That's not, is that, is that proven? Oh, is that what is? Have I just is that, committed libel, slander? <laughs> um, I think we, we was, need to start lawyering up, don't we? <laughs> Stop. Next next week on the on Instagram, you'll see a crowdfunder for our legal fees. Yeah, do you mind, awfully, guys? We might have to start. Although, to be fair, at some point we might actually end up doing a Patreon account, but not straight away. No, and I, and I wouldn't want it to pay for legal fees against Nigella Lawson's. <laughs> we could do a we could do a very specialist interest only fans for people that are into kind of slightly overweight curvy hairy men Um, okay right yeah and what frizzy haired poorly dressed women (laughs) (laughs) okay i am gonna go through your search history james um (laughs) okay i'm gonna go with why are you looking up emojis for people with far apart eyes? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, a friend of mine, Poppy, um, I was talking to her last night. Uh, you know, I knew she, I knew she'd be up. She's a night owl like me, and I was I can't remember what I was talking to her about. Oh, oh yeah, that was right. I was I was trying some Instagram filter or something, and then she said, "I really like your far apart eyes." Okay. <laughs> and and I was like, um, oh, thank, thank you, thank you so much. Because, and then she was like, God, God, it's hard to give you a compliment, isn't it? As I was, and I was like, well, yeah, because you just told me I've got far apart eyes. <laughs> That's like someone saying, I like your big nostrils. It's not known as a nice compliment. We ended up having a bit of a, you know, it was a very light and fun spirited debate. But we ended up having a bit of a debate about it. She was like. It's a thing, like people have far apart eyes and it's like, you know, people like that. And I said, I think it's a bit like me saying to you, Jess, I love your hunchback. I love your hunchback. It's gorgeous. I know not everyone's into hunchbacks, but I think your hunchback is beautiful. And me expecting you to be like, oh, thank you so much, James, for that compliment about my hunchback. She was complimenting something that is not as a society, something that we generally prize, far apart eyes. You know, I think of frogs, I think of flies. I thought it was also people that lied. I thought it was untrustworthiness. Isn't that far apart eyes? Liars. (laughs) Which all of that just just rings really true for you. (laughs) No, I'm I'm searingly honest to the point of uh, self-destructive. Well, this is great, isn't it? We might have to do a poll this week. Do I have far apart eyes or not? I'm trying to look at yours and mine, and I'm not seeing a huge amount of difference in in far apartness, you know? 
thought I thought we were in the clear. Yeah, I thought I was fine, but yeah, apparently I've got really far apart eyes. So I was Gosh. I thought it'd be quite funny if I added while we were talking on Instagram if I added an emoji of like the crying laughing face, but both eyes were really far apart. Mm, or just do um, the frog. Oh god, you're so right. God, every day it's just something else to worry and think about, isn't it? You know, you didn't even realise this was a thing. It's like when I really clearly remember when I was in year eight, someone told me I had weird knees. And I'd literally, not even a body part that you ever think about. And then I was like, for fuck's sake, now I've got to think about that. And I and I still, to this day, think I've got horrible knees. I've never noticed your knees. Well, now you will. You'll see how horrible they are. (laughs) (laughs) But at least your knees aren't on your fucking face. Like, I now have a complex about something. And by the way, I think, I'm going to go out there and say it, I think my eyes are really nice. I love my eyes. Yeah, you fucking bleat on about them enough. I love my eyes. They're a gorgeous blue. One, One woman once said it was like looking into the sea. I agree. And now I fucking hate my far apart frog eyes. So how has this happened? Well, it doesn't take away from the colour. They're just like fucking orbiting my head. <laughs> They're just like Saturn's rings around your head. <laughs> cool. And we can throw in my knees on that pole as well. Oh, yeah, we can. <laughs> Let's just rip our self-esteem to shreds. <laughs> Take some pictures of different parts of our body and get people to rate them. Go. Uh, Who is it? Oh, it's you. A tea? Yeah, I'd love one. <laughs> I thought it was the dog. <laughs> Right. What was what was I talking about? Oh yes, your 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 things. Um, My things. Your things. You're good. Okay, Jess. Why were you looking up praise the dowel? So basically, bear with me. But it sounds like there's a cult where people are okay. So you know dowels. So they're the little things you get when you make um, when you bring home furniture. It's like DIY furniture. They're those little. Um, grooved cylinders oh, yeah, that taper yeah, yeah. off at the end and they're used to fix one bit of wood to like another bit of wood. And there seems to be a kind of movement or a, a cult, if you will, where people, uh, that's called Praise the Dowel and people people are worshipping this, um, this DIY tool. It's like a symbol of of hope for the human race that people have been able to manufacture something so perfect in form. I know it sounds fucking... A symbol of hope? Has anyone ever fucking wild. been to Ikea before? Well, I think that <laughs> might be the fucking cathedral of the dowel. These cracksy fucking weirdos. It's the most crackers thing ever. It seems to be the new Scientology. Do you know who's the head of the church? Um, is it the CEO of Ikea? No, it's Andy McDowell. (laughs) (laughs) Andy McDowell, yeah. um, JK Dowling. (laughs) She's head of the uh, Equality Commission. Did you know she's also uh, part of the Tenpin Bowling Association, JK Bowling? (laughs) (laughs) And have you also heard that JK also dabbles in gardening under her pseudonym, JK Trowling? She's also actually brought out a new implement for reshaping your jawline called JK Jowling. <laughs> <laughs> and also she's also the patron of the um, Resting Bitch Face Society under her pseudonym JK Scowling. <laughs> she's also just patented her first design for a new kind of dog excrement bin called JK Fowling. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Righty, Jimmy. Why were you looking up? Oh, great, Lord John Kilcooney. Uh, yeah, Lord uh, Lord John Kilcooney. Um, I just went Scottish. Um, he is a um, well. Um, I think last week or the week before, we had to edit out some bits where I was um, unkind about someone's appearance. But um, um, how do I manage this then? How do I, I navigate think, this? I think for this one, it's okay. Okay, yeah. So um, this man looks like the wispy bits of a poached egg. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a deeply odious man who described this week on Twitter. He described Kamala Harris as the Indian, and then uh, you know, I mean, bad enough that he uh, plumbed those depths, but then proceeded to um, just kind of defend himself by saying, well, I couldn't remember her name, so what do you want me to call her? There's absolutely no <laughs> excuse for it. She's now, well, she's about to be the second most powerful person in the entire world. I think um, I think you can A, either remember a fucking name or B, look it up. It's, it's a staggering piece of work. But as I said, I know we can't comment on people's physical appearance, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy... If you saw this guy in the street, I would jump out of my fucking skin. <laughs> I just, I didn't know it was possible to have that much skin on your face. Yes, he's got a lot of skin. And, you know, John, have you heard of SPF? I think it comes to a point where you've got to say to yourself, look, I can't remember the vice president-elect's name. Mm-hmm. Retirement. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he's got a few quids. Just, you know, fuck off into the, the abyss. <laughs> and, you know, I don't feel bad for him because I think he's got a very um, fruitful career coming up as the ghost of Christmas past in all uh, <laughs> productions of A Christmas Carol. Yeah, if they can animate his corpse, he could make quite a lot of money in Panto, I think. Yeah, big time. Okay, um, why are you looking up things to do with tofu? I, again, again, I think obviously, I, obviously you're looking for recipe ideas. But like the marmalade, I would question the way you phrase this to Google. Things why to do with are, tofu. Why are you surprised? This is why I can never get an answer about anything that I want to know. <laughs> like, <laughs> things to do with tofu is like... Take like, it out for a <laughs> nice meal for two. Say sweet nothings in its ear. You know, go to the Tate. All of those kinds of things. But no, I kind of did mean things to do with tofu, actually, because I'm very lonely. Okay, right. And... Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> so. Because I wanted to know the kind of methods you could use with tofu rather than necessarily recipes. I obviously knew fry, but I didn't know if you could like bake, flambe, broil. I mean, flambeing tofu. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can you can obviously bake, and and that's what I actually ended up doing. I breadcrumbed it and uh, and and sort of roasted it, baked it. Uh, that was not that nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you season it or? Um, as it goes, not enough as I should have. And it was a little bit cardboardy. And um, I think my mum retched when she ate it actually, but you know. James, 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 why were you looking up tennis gay slang? Tennis gay slang. Um, so for regular pogged up, Oh, fucking hell. For regular podcast listeners, they'll know that I'm, as I like to call it, half gay. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, for, you know, not everyone has such a clear fraction 
for me, it's, you know, ir- ironically, straight down the middle. I feel very, um, yeah. very Lamar about it, very 50-50. I like Tottenham Hotspur and I also um, like Feather Boas. So, you know, I... have <laughs> <laughs> seen you with a Feather Boa, but yeah. No, but I like them. I think they're. I think they're I great. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like shorthand for coming out. Mum, mum, I've got something to tell you. I like feather bows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I was on an app called Grinder. I can't believe I'm talking about this, but here we are. You can always cut it um, if, you, if you don't want to keep it after. No, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a way that people uh, people in the LGBT community, well, not the L so much, but the the BGT community, the BGTs, <laughs> the Britain's Got Talent community. <laughs> You'll find Susan Boyle on there. You'll find oh that God. dog that dances on its hind legs. And then I keep seeing, or like I've seen it multiple times, people with with like a tennis emoji, oh. and then people say like looking for a tennis partner. And like, because I'm only half gay, I wasn't like, I wasn't, I don't know. I feel like I didn't get my full training. I didn't get my certificate in in being queer. Your, your stabilizers are still on somewhat. Yeah, I, I still don't really know what I'm fucking doing. Um, you know, having long-term girlfriends, no, no real boyfriends. I've never had that full introduction. So a lot of this stuff is quite alien to me still. Mm-hmm. So I was, I, <laughs> this is actually so embarrassing. This, <laughs> this Go is, on. Well, it just so happens that I actually like tennis. I know you do. <laughs> oh God! I think I, th- I think you know where this is going. Oh. So, someone said looking for a tennis partner, and I thought, how lovely and community-minded of them. Community-minded. <laughs> well, that they wanted love to, to know, see them keep it, love to see themselves keeping active. <laughs> they get conscious about heart health. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I love tennis and sometimes it is quite difficult because you can't always find a partner like very easily. Yeah. So I, I took this in good faith and I messaged Oh gosh. I messaged this guy saying, like, oh lovely, you're looking for a tennis partner. I'm not very I'm not fantastic, but I I you know, if you're open to playing. Can I be the then... Steffi Graf to your Chris Avert? <laughs> Chris Avert? Oh, I don't know his surname. Everett, usually. Oh. Chris Overt is her drag queen sister. So yeah, I um, so I asked him if he wanted to play tennis, and I didn't get anything back. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I thought about it. I was like, how incredibly rude. Um, and then I realised that it probably means something because it's it's come up more than once. Right. Um, and you just don't think there's loads of like Wimbledon fanatics in uh, in <laughs> northeast London. Can you imagine what Grinders like at SW19? It's absolutely fucking popping off. Um, and uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, C- can you just run through the exact wording of what you said to him? Uh, yeah, I think I said something like, "Hey, baby." <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um, I think I said something like, "Hey, um, where do you play?" I don't know. I don't know how. The, what, I don't know how I fucking said it. But I just said like, "Do you want to play tennis?" Basically, okay. that was the right. And, and it means what it actually means is is people that want a kind of a regular, a regular. Oh, like a tennis hooker. partner, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah like sense. someone. It kind of makes sense, and I, I, I'm so I've kind of annoyed myself for not picking up on it earlier. <laughs> so he was looking for a kind of friends with benefits scenario, and I suggested a doubles match. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what can you do? You know, sometimes you just um, 
make an incredible fucking fool out of yourself. And the other thing is that I, I have bleached blonde hair. I know there's a lot of people that have bleached blonde hair in East, East London, but I'm kind, I think I'm fairly recognisable. Well, you're actually and, um, ironically giving off Boris Becker vibes at the minute with that hair. <laughs> yeah, except I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cheat on my wife in a cupboard. Um, that's the point of difference. Boris Becker in the streets, Sue Barker in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I reckon Sue Barker's a bit of a freak. I think mean, she's got like no. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So yes, you're pretty recognisable. This guy's gonna see me, and he's gonna think. Right. What a fucking pillow. I mean, yeah. All right, shall I, shall I wrap things up then? I think people want to probably get on with their lives. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, can you also um, make sure that people, can people just do what we say? Um, sorry, that came out wrong. Can, <laughs> can, people, can people please follow our thingy and review our thingy? Yeah, and I'll, I'll can you, plug it. Can, can you? So, thank you ever so much for listening to episode six of Search Party. This has been <laughs> Jess and James, um, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Why do we always finish so... Sorry, I'm interrupting you, but why do we always finish so formally? Like, like we've just, we're just kind of like shepherding some guests out from a formal banquet. <laughs> thank you. Do come again. Yes, and don't forget to help yourself to a cheese and pineapple stick on your way out. We'll do the usual plugs. Please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you feel so inclined, give us a, a little review. Obviously, make it five stars. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you don't love it, don't bother. No, absolutely no, no pressure at all. But we will be looking up who's done it and who hasn't, and then sending you excrement in the post if you haven't. So, <laughs> Jess has been collecting her own feces over the last week to send out to our, our haters. Mm, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know when you you say something and then you just have that moment of you see what you're doing from above, that out-of-body moment, and you realise you've just broadcast to the world that you're going to send your shits to people in the post. (laughs) And you go, what what have I become? (laughs) 